Grit is part of hard work. But who are you working for? For you? For your future? For your retirement? For your customer? Are you working for your bottom line or for profit? They're all important. How do you choose where you apply your grit? Jan Southern tells us all about her vision next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And so let's get cooking. So entrepreneurship is is fun. And sometimes it's so much fun that entrepreneurs just can't get enough. They want to start one business and then another business and then another business. And they take on so much and it just uh, exponentially increases the amount of grit that someone needs. And you're about to meet someone like that. I, I, I look at, at her and I say, wow, what aren't you doing? Uh, this is Jan Southern. Jan Southern is our guest today on Dash of Grit. She is president of Jay Delser Marketing, owner and publisher of Pooler Magazine and Effingham Magazines. Yes, that's three entrepreneur uh, activities that she is doing. Jan, welcome to Dash of Grit. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're excited to have you here too. And I, I know there's a lot of folks listening and, and watching that are like, wow, she's got three things going. I just want to try to figure out how to do one. Um, and I know it's not easy. And But let's talk a little about first before we dive into some of those struggles. Tell me what's good. Brag about it a little bit. Tell me what you love about uh, running these businesses and what's successful right now for you as an entrepreneur. Yeah, well, I'm really enjoying um, working on the businesses. Um, my, my favorite thing is helping clients, you know, figure it out, figure out marketing for, for themselves and for their businesses and just kind of helping them grow. So over the last, um, we're approaching two years of owning, of having J. Delser Marketing Group. And um, we've gradually built, you know, a client base and, and, and getting that, building that reputation of being um, very concerned and very, very invested in the client's business and in their success. I had to kind of establish myself in the in the community um, as that. So that was, you know, a part of the challenge. But it's been going really well. Um, that's been going really well. And then the magazines have grown a lot. I've only owned them a year and a couple of months, year, going on a year and a half, and um, purchased those shortly after um, starting J. Delser Marketing Group. And you know, they've, we've transformed them into more print and digital. And so really working on the digital part and gaining a lot of recognition in the communities for this transformation that the magazines have taken. So that's been really exciting. And, and it, it's, it's fun to watch, watch it grow. Yeah, I bet watch it. And <laughs> is there, is there, uh, I know that a lot of new businesses that start don't have that kind of track record. You've got three that you've started and they've lasted past that one, almost two year uh, status. Did you have any ideas at the time that maybe it wasn't going to make it Just kind of well, start talking about grit right there off the bat. Yeah. The, um, the, the magazines had been around for 14 years prior okay. to my purchase. So I had owned a magazine years and years ago in Florida, just a small startup magazine that did pretty well. So I kind of understood how to kind of thought I understood how to run a magazine. And so I was approached to purchase these two local magazines, you know, in the community that I serve. So they were established but they were, it was, both magazines were very traditional, strictly print, no digital. And so really having to ramp that up. And, and that's been the new part of the business is also providing that digital packages to the clients as well as the print magazine. So it was a, 
it's been a, a lot of work, you know, really transitioning that the magazines to modern technologies and things like that. So did you start the marketing company from scratch as well? Or did you from scratch? Yeah. And so that was starting a brand new opportunity in a brand new community. Yeah. And, you know, my last name is Southern. And so I didn't want to being living here in the South. In Savannah, <laughs> I didn't want to name my company Southern. Okay. So I kind of creatively del sur means from of the south or southern in spanish so i just that's how i came up with j del sur so it is it is literally my you know my creation wonderful <laughs> and so there's probably all kinds of opportunities to share stories of, of grid of just getting started in a brand new community i'm interested though if, if you look back at now let's let's dive into some of the hard times if you look back at your life uh, in in leadership and in business and all the things that you've accomplished and now owning these these three companies and and striving to do more what what strikes you as the the biggest opportunity the biggest hurdle you had to overcome to uh, to to get this kind of success where's the grit let's talk about that yeah i would say it's in the mindset i've been in marketing for 30 years but the last 16 prior to owning the business was in higher education. So I was always striving to advance. I got my doctorate. I, you know, I worked on all my degrees and advancing in my position in higher ed. And I think it was a calling for me to be kind of directed into this entrepreneurship. But I, I do believe that. I do believe it was a calling. I was kind of placed in that opportunity where I needed to make a decision whether I was going to move somewhere else to um, because a you know executive in a in a university there aren't that many positions around the country there certainly aren't many here in in the Savannah area and we really wanted to stay in this area so I had to make a decision of what I was going to do and I've always loved marketing and I and I love working with the small organizations and helping them figure it out mm-hmm. um, and, and do it effectively. So I made the choice to to stay here and and create the business. So all at once I was a, you know, I was at in a corporate sort of setting and at a university uh, associate vice president level to, to owning my own business. It was a mindset shift to stay motivated on your own work. Mm. There wasn't that outside lever to judge what my day was going to be like. All of a sudden it was all on me to know what my day was, how my day was going to be structured. And I think it takes some time to become self-directed in that way and just to stay positive when you might not see the progress as quickly as you would like. That's probably my biggest challenge is that I want to see results right now. I want to see the numbers. I want to see the success. And when you own a business and, and starting something from scratch, you don't always see the positives day, you know, every day. It's kind of a long game. Mm-hmm. So when you set those goals, are you setting those goals based on what you need to do, what you would love to do? And then how do you know that you're on track when you're building something from scratch? How do you know that you're, uh, you're doing something correctly? Yeah. Well, I mean, I have I have certain goals, a certain number of clients a month, um, building you know new clients per month, revenue goals. I had law very lofty revenue revenue goals in the beginning, and then of course COVID has you know kind of 
made us re- readjust everything that we're thinking. The other, the other part for me that is so hard for me to do, and I work on this all the time, is what is success really? Is it money? Because mm. money is certainly the indicator the, for our business. But sure. is that all there is? You know, is it, it, it's so fulfilling to do the work. And the, our magazines cover feel-good stories. So there's feature stories on people who've overcome or um, achieved something or have really contributed to the community. So they're really good stories. Mm-hmm. And people love to read those kind of stories. So, you know, there's the, your value in, in the community, your value in what you're building is your your lifestyle. Those are all positives and those are all keys to success. And I guess part of my challenge is shifting my thinking to is it is it all about, you know, the, the money coming in and the, the profitability? And of course, profitability is, but, you know, there's so much more to it being an entrepreneur than just the increases of revenue constantly. Yeah. So a lot of times profit is, it can be seen as a dirty word, but we know in the business world, we've got to have the profit to pay the people and to do the work and to do those things, but yet you're doing something you love. And so there's a passion there. And so how do you, how do you manage those? What kind of, of challenges have you had to, to face? What have you had to give up to make sure the money's there? How much money do you give up to make sure your passion's taken care of? How do you, how do you balance that? So far I haven't had a, um, a challenge in the lack of, of funds coming okay. in. It's just not, not the level that I expected right from the get go. And so, how does that make you feel as far as a, a business owner? Yeah. I mean, right. I found recently through prayer and discussions with people that, yes. you know, I'm so focused on that number that I'm not, paying attention i'm not enjoying the process to get yes. there hmm. it's just that's kind of you know the money will cut you know you always hear that you do what you love you you do good work and you serve people and the money comes my whole life has been that way i don't have you know i've never really had a problem with that so i don't know why i don't i wasn't trusting that you know through for this in this business yeah I don't know. <laughs> no, it's okay. You know, it just I'm just sitting here squirming as I sit because I I know what that feels like to mm-hmm. to have those goals. Like you could do a lot to make the money, right? It's not about the level. It's about what you're willing to do to get there, what you're willing to give up to get there because it's a tough marriage. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you had to make tough calls in the creation of your magazine or in the way you provided your services? It was going to be better for the customer not so much for the revenue or have you ever, I mean, how did you handle those kinds of, of things where you had to choose one or the other one, one had to go and we need both. Right. Well, I don't know if this is exactly what you mean, but there's oftentimes where people will approach us about advertising in the magazines Mm -hmm. and I've turned people away because it's not the right fit. So that might be a business to business uh, there's been several, but you know, where I look at it and I think I know what my magazine offers. It's not the right market uh, advertising outlet for them. Mm-hmm. They're willing to spend the money, but I'm telling you, this probably isn't going to get you the results you're looking for. Luckily, I can offer other options because yeah. of the marketing firm. But 
yeah, I've turned people away. So it's not, it is not all about money. I mean, I would never, I wouldn't be able to sleep at night if I took something in where I didn't really believe I could, I could deliver, you know? Yeah. And and especially with your magazine, if you're putting the wrong people in that just want to expose themselves for whatever reasons to that audience, it doesn't help your reader base, which doesn't help your marketing long-term. Right. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about the way you were able to uh, impact your community in such a way that they accepted you. You're you're in a long-standing, probably long, you know, established <laughs> com- community, and here comes Jan with the yeah. brand new business. And what is that like? I know a lot of people struggle with building new opportunities and new new locations. I what I'm finding people and people have been telling me is that they they once they, once we have a conversation they they can kind of sense that i care cuz it's it's odd i get very excited when i feel like i start to talk with someone about their business and their challenges i get really excited about it yeah and i think it that comes across and so after i can give them lots of suggestions and things even just in a conversation and then they they kind of see that it's that i care and that it's just more genuine. And so the people that I've worked with have, have said that, and, and I'm kind of building that reputation where, you know, she does really care during COVID. One of the things that we did is tried to go out and um, do Facebook lives from different locations to show people that these businesses were still open. We ran some promotions with some restaurants because our magazine is dropped free in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. There's so many places during April, there were so many places that weren't open. So we partnered with some of the restaurants because they were hurting too. So we we bought gift cards from the restaurants Mm. and we gave them magazines to put in the to-go bags because people were doing the curbside, but we bought the gift cards and then we did some contests on social media and things like that to give away for the restaurants. So we tried to find our, our, one of our pharmacies, we did a, a promotion with them. So there was just trying to find ways that we could help people help them. Um, even though we weren't bringing, we probably, uh, one of our issues we didn't print because of COVID, but we still, we wanted to be out there showing support for the businesses that needed it. And we had a platform. So mm-hmm. yeah. what, what, what kind of challenges did that create by skipping a, skipping a, uh, a, a, a what's it called? A, a magazine. A, a uh-huh, print out. Yeah. Uh, well that, it hurt my revenue goal. For yeah, yeah. It just didn't make sense to, we put some things online. We have content online that was different for that issue, but yeah, we just didn't, didn't print and just took the hit. It's yeah. amazing how, how COVID or any kind of a disruption and we've, we've gone through many uh, and it's amazing how one thing leads to another, which leads to another, which leads to another. And so many people get caught up in this cycle of of trouble and pain. Like you not being able to print the magazine hurts those that can't be in the magazine and mm-hmm. doesn't serve those who want to read the magazine, which leads to this cycle of, well, maybe the magazine isn't there. I mean, uh, have you, how, how do you overcome this, this struggle that we're going through right now of everything's so different? How are you changing and managing and how's that working out for you? Well, immediately, you know, you have to pivot. You have to find a positive, uh, something positive that you can contribute to the situation. I mean, it goes back to mindset again. I think I had a day or two where I was down about it. And then I picked myself up and I said, no, you're not, this isn't how this is going to go. You know, you're going to keep your eyes open and your mind open to the possibilities that I'm a firm believer. God's guiding my steps. So 
I just need to make sure that I'm open to it and I'm aware, you know, but if I'm sitting around sulking and, and complaining about the situation, I'm not going to hear, you know, what that next opportunity is. So I really, you know, you spend a little time sulking, but not too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When, when you sulk, do you, do you uh, ever just kind of wish you hadn't just gone out on your own? There's a lot, you're out there exposed as an entrepreneur, you're out there just by yourself and, and you could always go back, right? You could always just try to figure something out else out a little more comfortable, a little, little easier. Uh, you ever think about that? And I know a lot of entrepreneurs do. Do you? Yes, I do. I just had this conversation with my husband this morning, not that I was planning on that, but that right. that's always a possibility. I could do that. I don't, but one of the things I, I really believe in is if you're too comfortable, you won't do the necessary work to, to grow the business. If you're, you know, someone who also maybe works full time and they have a side hustle, you know, if, if they don't need, there's so many people that if they don't need to do that side hustle, they're not going to put the time in to do it. You know? So if you always have one foot in this other, your, your plan B, Mm -hmm. you're not going to, I mean, I know for myself, I won't put the effort into make it go, make it work. And I'll tell you, when I first opened the business, I had, when I bought the magazines, I had a little extra cash sitting around and I got the first couple months, I was a little too comfortable. Yep. You know, I I didn't um, probably put some things in place that I should have from the get go. So I probably lost a, you know, if you really get critical, I probably lost two or three months of just kind of like, I'm spending, you know, buying some things, getting things set up and not really paying attention to revenue, you know, getting the sales in and things like that. So yeah. you just stay uncomfortable, I think, is, is part of it. It's the idea of burning the ships. You know, you hear a lot about that. I just I'm going to give myself no out of here. And, and that's the way it's going to be. It, it's one of the things I love about doing the show, Jan, is that's that grit. And, and if, if you've got another way out that you don't have to get dirty. Yeah. And we, we just don't get dirty. And yeah. so you jump in both feet first and, and you, you grind it out and you've got no other choice. I think that's what separates entrepreneurs and business owners from others. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you say to someone who can't decide? Am I going to go or am I not going to go? And both choices are fine. So they're in a situation like you were in, mm-hmm. employed by a corporation or, or whatever it might be with other people around, you know, the right. support system. Uh, insurance and all those fun little things called benefits and you decide to make the the next choice or you don't decide to make the entrepreneurial choice. Both choices are fine. Right. What do you tell someone? How does someone make that decision? That's a hard one. For me, it's being fulfilled and knowing that you've, I always say, I know I was blessed with talents, Mm -hmm. you know, and I want to live my life to the fullest, fullest potential, whatever God has given me. I want to, live that to the fullest. So if that means for somebody working in a corporation till retirement, then fine. But if you really search your heart and think, what am I, am I, am I living my best life? And the one that's going to be the most fulfilling and the most bring the most value to whoever is important to you. That's what you should go for. Cause you only, you only get one chance, you know, and Mm at life, you know, you might get a couple chances at entrepreneurship, but uh, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> but, you, know, it's, um, you, you gotta, you gotta go for it, you know? And, and this is another thing, the, the, the business you start it, you may end up somewhere else yeah. from starting that business and that's okay. 
Yeah. You know, so uh, that's another thing. I keep my uh, my my mind open to the possibility that it might morph into something else, and that's fine. Yeah. You know, but this is where I'm. This is where I'm staying, and it's the pleasure of that of of doing what you know is your. I don't want to say calling, but you know, your, what what where you can contribute the most and and you enjoy it. I mean, that is it's very fulfilling to that's do that. Fair. That, that's the that's the tough line. That's the measure of success. You mentioned earlier. Yeah, don't you know what does success mean? It means a lot of different things for a lot of different people. I think it just means you know, have you accomplished anything? Are you thrilled about anything? Are you happy with anything? And 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 uh, it's so hard sometimes if you're stuck being happy. You could be stuck in a very successful life. If you're not happy, I don't know if that's uh, if that's a success. So. What's next? So you've got these three companies and, and, and all these things going on in your life and, and success happening all around you. What are the hurdles that you see coming up that uh, are going to require some Jan Southern grit? <laughs> well, I, what I'm finding is um, so many clients, they're, they're concerned you know, about what's coming up. And I think they're, yeah. the biggest challenge that they, they seem to have is not knowing what to do. They know they need to market, but what how do what should they choose? They're, they're bombarded all the time by new technologies, new platforms, new new shiny objects, I always say, mm-hmm. out there. And that, you know, what do they choose? What are, how do they um, decide what to do? So just trying to maybe educate people, it's always a challenge to try to educate them, help them, help them strategize before they spend the money. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of my, my focus. I had a client that, uh, she bought $10,000 worth of advertising when she just started her, uh, a business. And, you know, the commercial was created by the TV station. The radio spot was created by the radio station and there was no branding or any strategy up front. Well, she spent that money, didn't get any results from it. And then she's out of her, she blew her marketing budget for the year. So yeah. that hurts when I, when I see that, because, with a little planning, you know, it might've been more effective and she, you know, she'd be on her way. So trying to help people help educate and kind of guide in that regard is challenging. And and it's going to be, you know, as we come out of this, go into 2021, I think that'll be on people's minds of just, you know, being conservative. And I love that your definition of, of the upcoming grit is your customers need to succeed. It, it, you know, you could have said, well, I'm trying to accomplish this. I'm kind of trying to hit this goal. I'm trying to do that. And I, and COVID's causing me issues because I can't sell advertising. You, know, you could have said that and that's all true. But instead you said, my biggest issue coming up is that customers don't know how to get it done right, which means they're going to fail and not have advertising budget to help their businesses grow. Yeah. Congratulations. That's the definition oh, okay. of passion. And that's that it just came right out. And, and I just wanted to point it out that that's the kind of thing that, that we need more in business. So congratulations. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I didn't, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just the way you are. Yep. It's, it's hard to explain who we are and you just did. So <laughs> if someone uh, is out there and wondering, you know, uh, how can they learn maybe more about your, your marketing services or magazine, or even just want to share entrepreneurial stories with you and, yeah. and maybe connect, how would you have them do that? Yeah, and I would say that I'm I'm really looking for that's one thing that I I'm craving too is to to be around other people that are similar. So yeah, I would welcome any conversation. They can uh, my email is jan at jdelsermarketing.com. Um, go to the website and get that, or um, email me directly. Very good. Thank you so much for sharing. I know you're a, a, I, there's so many folks out there wondering: Do I do it? Do I don't? Yeah. And why? 
<laughs> and you answered a lot of those questions for them today. Yeah, that's great. Quick commercial for uh, Spire, our sponsor here and and, uh, and my employer. We are a marketing company and we, we want to be an integral part of your company. We want to help you market. We want to help you grow. A lot of the same things that, that you're doing, Jan. Uh, we're, you're in Georgia. We're in Ashland. I imagine we can, we can talk to each other and help each other out perhaps at times. We're the kind of company, also like Jan's, that we just really care about your success. It's more about you than it is us. We want to be accountable uh, for the things that go wrong, and we want to be uh, responsible for the things that go right. And so if that's the kind of team player that you're looking for, that's Spire. We're at SpireAd.com. Uh, I am Brian Levelock, Director of Sales with Spire Advertising. I'm thrilled to uh, talk again with Jan Southern today. Thank you for being a guest on A Dash of Grit. Good luck with Effingham Magazine, with Pooler Magazine, and with Jay Delser Marketing. Thank you so much, Brian. Thanks for having me. For all those folks out there, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll do it again on a weekly basis, and we look forward to talking to you again. So go show some grit, win the day. This is a dash of grit recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.